Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for the ROH Impact Duel post show. So excited about this. For those of you who tuned in last week, which was a lot more of you than I think I could have ever anticipated. I know me and Reg were both pretty Honestly. blown away by the yeah. support that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, really taken aback in the most wonderful way. Uh, we appreciate you returning. If this is your first time here, we appreciate you tuning in there. But this week, we're going to do it a little bit differently. Um, we are going to hand off directly to the Impact Post Show in the same stream. So within the same instance, right around the 10-10, 10-15 mark, we're going to have Joel and it's Chris G from the True Heel Heat podcast today. Unfortunately, Cresta has the flu and is sick, which is such a bummer because I really wanted to introduce her to people who might not have seen her before. She's unbelievable. Joel doesn't deserve her, damn it. But <laughs> we are gonna we're gonna talk ROH for the next hour ten or so. And who better to talk about it with than Righteous Reg joining me forever and ever about ROH Reg? I love ROH. I don't know what to tell you. I'm so glad this brand is back. I missed it so much. <laughs> Just like that, it's my favorite brand of wrestling again. I think. And this episode, I thought killed it. What were your overall thoughts? Uh, ROH is back, baby. It's crazy. Like all the way back. This show might have been better than last week's show. The pacing, the matches, the tag team division, the main event. There's just so much about this show to love. I think there... maybe honestly the two women's matches were my favorite matches of the show. So, I mean, a lot was going on here, Kate. It was a good time. It was a great time. It was a bunch of talented wrestlers being talented and having great matches. What more can you ask for? I just love and I, I didn't realize how much I missed the fluidity of Ring of Honor until it was back on. Like, in-ring promo-wise, we just got that quick one from Joe setting mm-hmm. up next week. Like, it's such a quick-paced show. It makes things move so fast. This was around two hours again, a little bit shorter, but yep. just a super easy watch. And they do such a good job of blending talent that is established and familiar to an AEW crown mm-hmm. and people that aren't. Um, I'm pulling this up because I will sing these guys' praises forever. Ian and Caprice have such incredible chemistry. They really do. And there's so many moments where I'm just, I'm just so startled. I kind of said it last week, but 
they're merging a few things here, right? Like they're merging mm -hmm. people that are AEW fans that are tuning in for the first time yep. and diehards. Mm -hmm. So it's just an interesting challenge as a commentator to smarten people up without spoon feeding them. And I feel like Ian and Caprice do such a good job. They are so um, perfectly overlapped where they need to be, but mm -hmm. so clear in what their roles are in participating on the commentary desk. Favorite duo in the game for me, I, I would say Caprice is just incredible. And Ian is uh, probably a top three play-by-play -play guy in, in wrestling right now. It's, a, it's actually pretty fitting that we're teamed up with the Impact Post Show because their commentary team is probably like neck and neck with Ian of like being the best in the business of like, like Tom and Impact, I feel is like one of the best. Like, I don't know how WWE ever let that guy go. Like he's extremely a talented commentator and brings a lot to the game ian and caprice are amazing they make sure the roh product is known they make sure that every viewer knows the importance of every match every stipulation every championship everything that's going on here one thing i love about this ring of honor show these last two weeks every single thing that happens serves a purpose there's a match and then they they immediately are like this is what i want to happen it's like a like a ufc setting almost it's like they have a big fight somebody knocks a, another guy you're like well, what do you want next i want to fight this fool next and then that fool comes out and like i'll see you next week every single thing here has a purpose everybody's stating their intentions nothing's wasted it's a great two hours of pro wrestling and to your point i feel like that makes everybody so much more comfortable i was saying mm -hmm. today that like everybody just seems so relaxed in roh these yeah. and these were long taping so i think that is a tricky thing to accomplish, but because it's so wrestling focused and everything makes so much sense, like mm -hmm. they use their standings as Bible. It's like, yes, if you're next in the standings, you're the one getting you're the up. title shot. That's it. <laughs> Not more complicated. You than won that. five matches in a row. Get in the ring with the champ. That's it. Guess what? And as the viewer, you're like, oh, that guy's been winning a lot. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Just right. super, super clean. I think Delirious, who had been booking it, I don't know if he still is. I don't know who's booking it, but. I think the most underrated booker in, in wrestling. Like, he, everything he Probably does done. makes sense. What you this show? You mean this show that we just watched? Well, and he was booking ROH before <laughs> Shutdown. Oh, you meant before. I thought you meant the show tonight. I'm like, Tony Khan, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know if he's, like, kicking around at all. Like, I, I don't no, know. No, I think he's uh, role, out but... in Impact now. See, these things just keep oh, that's right. together. Yeah, I think he's doing something in Impact. If not, MLW, uh, I get them all. They're all, they're all friends. They are. And you know what? I'm just going to have to stay in tuned into our Impact Post Show because I should have known that. But exactly. <laughs> the Amish electrician thinks us. Happy to spend my birthday with Kate and Reg. Happy birthday. Oh, awesome. Happy Amish birthday. Mine is in two days. Mine is on Saturday. Very excited about it. Oh, my gosh. Happy mm -hmm. pre-birthday. This is the go home to Reg's birthday. This is. <laughs> To McFowl saying the best duo is back. Love you two almost as much as I love those two women's matches. Showcases for women's mm. wrestling. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Trish and Billy laid in those shots. Yeah, they did. And that main yeah. event humped. Mm. It really did. Yes. I could not believe. It felt like pay-per-view. Yes. And it was just Honestly. TV quality with hardly any builds. Really mm -hmm. incredible stuff. Meet Norma saying, can't watch live, but wanted to show some love for those who loved NXT in 2016. You'll love this version of ROH. This show humped promo code Fightful. <laughs> Working on it. You guys got to keep showing yes. up and we'll get some sponsors. Exactly. But I do feel like ROH is its own thing, but I feel like comparisons to early black and gold, 2016 is a, a good benchmark for that. Pretty accurate, Reg. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're into that type of thing, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, if you like Ring of Honor, this is like old school Ring of Honor. I can't be attaching it to no black and gold, even though I'm wearing a black and gold sweater right now. But, you know, these are just consequences and things that happen at the same time. Nothing is nothing. This is Ring of Honor, baby. And it is back. What a way to start the show, too. Right. Didn't this feel like the most perfect way to kick this show off? It really did. And one thing that I loved was. I tuned in just a couple of minutes before and they were playing mm-hmm. last week's episode right before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, that main event match was so great. That was awesome. And because all the stories make sense, I was like, oh, thanks for the reminder. We got yeah. that later in the There's day. There's Eddie but- Kingston again. We're excited again. He's back. <laughs> My guy. I love that dude. I love him so much. But at the beginning of the show, it's for the ROH TV championship. Love that they started with this. And we got mm-hmm. Samoa Joe versus Tony Deppen. Tony Deppen, fantastic independent talent. He was kicking around the last version of ROH. He's all over GCW. Mm-hmm. Really, really incredible performer. One of my favorite live performers, too. There's just an extra something there when you get to see Tony Deppen live. But ultimately, Samoa Joe hitting the muscle buster on Tony mm-hmm. Deppen for the win here. I'll call it some of my favorite things, which were uh, everything Samoa Joe did. And mm-hmm. also a lot of what Tony Deppen did, including mm-hmm. uh, this moment where he had gotten thrown over the top rope and he jumped back in and delivered a cutter in the process. Mm-hmm. So creative, such an efficient use of moves and just a ridiculous shot gun drop kick that um, reminds you that like kind of more fundamental moves, not that a shotgun drop kick is unimpressive in any way, but when they're delivered explosively and crisp yeah. and executed well, mm-hmm. the most fundamental stuff is some of the most exciting stuff you can watch. Yes. What did you think, Reg? I loved it. Everything about it. This was the showcase of Tony Deppin. Tony Deppin, if you don't know about him, is one of the best independent wrestlers. He's the guy, like, if you want to f- find out if uh, somebody has it, you put him in the ring with Tony Deppin because Tony Deppin is going to take him to his limit. Tony Deppin is great on both sides of the coin. He's great on offense. You, as you can see here, Samoa Joe was destroying him a lot of the time with those chops, just chopping his chest in the hamburger meat. Great on defense. <laughs> um, this was awesome. I when Samoa Joe came out, it just reminded me how like he looked. As you talked about the comfortability between the wrestlers and the fans and everybody, he looked so comfortable. He looked great in the, in that space. And I was just thinking how awesome it is that he gets to go to Ring of Honor and do this thing and get paid AEW money still. You know what I mean? Because it used to be like these wrestlers are probably like I would stay in Ring of Honor forever if I could get the money that I want and and still do the things that I'd be be able to do. And to see Samoa Joe on this stage, being able to be Samoa Joe, this was a Samoa Joe performance right here. Like the best of Samoa Joe, you got it all right here. Him destroying Tony Deppin, him just ignoring, not caring about it, walking around the ring like he's the baddest motherfucker in the world. This was awesome. I loved it. And I believe he is. Like he just mm-hmm. delivers so, so well. I, mm-hmm. I love him as a face, but I love him as a heel. Like, yeah. <laughs> born to be. Born he's to kind be. of he's kind of walking the line at the moment. He's not super heel or super baby face kind of tweener role. Yeah, I feel like in ROH he kind of has to be because I think people are right. just gonna be so excited for him to be back. But uh we'll get to the post-match momentarily. But CO saying good evening to the best bangs in the biz. And after last <laughs> Sunday, the best boo in the biz. Much of Whoa. course asking the soft questions. 
So good. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Revolution post show. <laughs> that cracked me up. I was like, this man made CM Punk cry, and he's booing MJF out of the room. Like, like, I had to do another thing this year. It's been a year since CM Punk. I got like, okay, what's happening this year? I'll just boo this wool. Easy. You're just, like, slowly leaving your legacy, and I respect it. Yeah. I really do. That's what's up. That's what it's about. <laughs> mm-hmm. But good stuff here in the post-match made me even more excited. Oh. oh I am oh, so... Oh, oh, oh. Happy about this. Samoa mm-hmm. Joe just kind of says, welcome to the new era of Ring of Honor. One thing mm-hmm. that always stays the same is basically that it's Samoa Joe's place. Uh, but Mark Briscoe comes out and challenges for the TV title after mm-hmm. Samoa Joe kind of lays out the call. And I just loved this. It was so short and sweet. But Mark Briscoe just basically says, that title's my desti- destiny. Fight me for it. And Joe's yeah. like, anytime I can get in the ring with a Briscoe is a good day in my book. Mm-hmm. Simple, easy, clean, done, beautiful. I love every single part of this. Samoa Joe laying out the challenge that little bit of time before Briscoe's music hit of me being like, who could it be? Just like the Rolodex of wrestlers in my brain being like, who could it be? Who could it be? And then the music hits and you're like, oh, perfect. That's exactly who it should be. Mark Briscoe. Then Mark Briscoe comes out. Fanfare, all the love. And then Mark Briscoe is Mark Briscoe in this 15 seconds that he talks and is just like, yo, I like that belt. You should fight me. Let's do it. Samoa Joe reminds you, the Briscoes, I've been to war with you guys. I would love to go to war with you again. Let's do it. Perfect way to lay out a match. I loved it. Big time heartstrings too. Mark Briscoe had the Mm. backwards 13 times hat on too. It just like, oh, just Mm -hmm. made me happy and sad all all in one breath, but it's beautiful to see. And I just, I love that we're getting to see Mark Briscoe. It, It makes me really happy that, he is in a position where he feels happy wrestling. It's, it's yeah. just really great stuff because he never did this without his brother before. But Monoholic with just more more overall love, which I mm-hmm. love. I love talking about match specifics, but when people are like, I loved these two hours, mm-hmm. my heart exploding. My favorite wrestling ROH knocking it out of the park two weeks in a row. Best mm-hmm. post show in wrestling coverage right here. Kate and Reg, like AJ is phenomenal. Thanks, Ronald. That's dope. That's really dope. That is. We appreciate everyone for being here. We're having a great time. We do. And T. Sampson's just donating $10 without even saying anything. Just showing Mm. up to support. Mm. Which, very much appreciated. And then, this is what I love about ROH. It all feels Mm -hmm. like it's operating in its own world, but like... Find me people more different than Samoa Joe, Mark Briscoe, and Dalton Castle and the boys showing up next. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> so much fun. This promo beforehand, and I always say this about Dalton Castle, I feel like he is an archetype so mm-hmm. authentically owned by him, and there's yeah. so many times this archetype is just a swing and a miss mm-hmm. on American TV wrestling especially. Like, there's so many times it gets cheapened or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, it feels like Dalton's involved in every second of what he's doing here. And it, it just feels like it comes from a very real place where a lot of other times it's used. We're laughing at it instead of yep. with it, mm-hmm. but not today. We were laughing with Dalton. With because he, he said things like uh, that Prince Nana was a fanny burp. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. said that they've lost before, but they are like Chumba Wumba. And when mm-hmm. they get knocked down, they get back yep. up again. Tremendous. They've been preparing, they've been moving furniture, heavy, Mm -hmm. dense furniture to prepare Mm -hmm. for their upcoming run here. Everything you would need to prepare for the ROH Trios titles. Yeah, everything you need. Yeah, that's exactly 
you know, the gym is kind of overrated. You Who know, cares about that? Everyone wants to be at the gym. Yeah, the, the, themselves the, in the mirror and oh stuff. Oh, God. Every time I see a gym video on my phone now, delete, delete, pass, pass, pass. I don't want to see it if it's positive or negative. All awful. Stop filming in the gym. Uh, yeah. The thing about Dalton Castle is he's so good at the character that you just have no choice but to love it. And you can feel it. And it's not like some people, when they do that type of character, you're just like, this guy's playing a character. But you're like, oh, that's really Dalton Castle. You can feel it. You've, everything that he says, you're like, yeah, this guy is really about that. Then he gets in the ring, and the way that he just like commands the room is different than a lot of wrestlers. He has a different energy and a different aura, and he was really on display here. Agreed entirely. We got Dalton Castle. And the boys, Brandon Tate, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, oh my gosh, Brandon and Brent. Yeah, Tate. Brent versus Marcus Cross and C Four, Cody mm-hmm. Chun and Guillermo, Guillermo Rosas. Mm-hmm. Um, very white. Apologies. I, I love on Friday when I have a Hispanic co-host who can pronounce things beautifully, and I'm just over right. here like mm-hmm. Santos Escobar. And he yeah. says it so beautiful. <laughs> like oh, it's the. <laughs> It's the best, but this was a really fun match. And what I've loved here early was, um, you know, it's going to be a little more predictable, especially in the beginning, because yeah. it's a, we're in an establishing phase of who mm-hmm. the important people are. We're going to Supercard of Honor. Things have been pre-taped. You knew Dalton and the boys were going over here, but I feel like there was a lot of really fun offense from Marcus Cross in C4. Mm-hmm. I loved the spot with the stalling suplex, and there was like, I forget who it was, but just like did a full body rotation when he kicked him because he was trying mm-hmm. to get height. Mm-hmm. Um, super, super fun. Love Dalton chucking the boys around as weapons. That's just a blast of a <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> of yeah. a moment. That you and then I think Brandon crawled back in the ring a second time and he threw him again. It's mm-hmm. just, just a blast. A really, really good match. And I I think with what we know, especially if you were on Fightful Select, about mm-hmm. what might be happening with Brian Cage, it's very possible that these are your next six man champion mm-hmm. champions. What did you think? I liked it a lot. Um, I hope hoping to see more of C4 in the ROH tag division. They did a lot to establish the ROH tag division on top of the trios division tonight, which I thought was great, but the boys looked great. I think they are on their way to being the ROH, the next ROH trios tag division champions, but I'm curious as to who else is there in the division after that, because uh, I don't know. It's not looking that great. I'm sure they can establish some teams pretty quickly, but at this moment, I'm just like, is it just going to be Dalton Castle and the boys? That's not enough for me. I'm enough. Of course, yeah. Know. And then the last iteration, we had Shane Taylor Promotions. We had yeah. There was a, there was a lot happening. I feel mm-hmm. like, and so we'll see what they rebuild. It's kind of tricky because some of their strongholds have got onto other things because they exactly. were shut down. So mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see what happens there, but it does seem like the tag division got anchored pretty well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. RH saying, I am loving ROH. I'm loving the vibe from the show. Loving these mm-hmm. matches. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. getting this review show with Righteous <laughs> Reg and Kate. Thanks, Kat. Well, I, for the longest time, was like Thursdays is my non-wrestling day. I'm not, mm-hmm. doing, I'm not doing guest appearances. I'm not doing interviews. This is my day. And then I was like, my favorite wrestling promotion is running on Thursdays. This show... <laughs> Imagine if we weren't doing this post show and we just had to watch it and be like, okay, that was cool and not talk about it. Come on. 
I would be talking about it to friends, my dog. It doesn't Somebody, matter. yeah. Like, someone was hearing about it. I'm glad it can be you guys. Friends, my dog. <laughs> Hope the mailman show up late so I can talk to him about it. Like that's right. Like that Amazon bro, package. You should have saw this main me. event, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> Josh Box saying, "Loved the show, Dalton Castle, and the boys never cease to entertain." It's so true. And mm. the G Dam main event. Mm. Looking forward to next week's show. Looking forward to talking about the main event and next week's show. Yeah. Just like in Seamus World, man, banger after banger here. Just right. absolutely adoring it. Ricardo El Comerciante de Pepsi saying, mm-hmm. love the blood, lucky onion. Thank you. And media man. Gotta be honest, there's like so much support What's from up? like the the Tuesday night group that we have, and so much support here from Grapsity. It's really fun to like kind of Worlds collide here. It There's is. a lot of like a it. lot of love. Lot this of is love. what it's what it's like. Hell um, yeah. Okay, go. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Ring of honor, you guys. ROH, baby. Mm-hmm. We get uh this promo from the kingdom, mm-hmm. which I mostly like, but had one small nitpick about basically we get uh the absolutely hideous, can't even look at our Maria Canellis. God, she just like as another woman, you're just like, come on, that's not fair. <laughs> I can, there's nothing I can do to this. And I don't, I'm not even like, oh, I'm so self-deprecate. Like, mm-hmm. she's just a goddess of women. Yeah. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike Bennett and Matt Taven giving a promo where Mike Bennett's half I really liked. He was saying, we won gold everywhere we've been. I don't know why people would think that ROH is going to be any different. Mm-hmm. Felt kind of off to me was when Matt Taven said, I know you all probably think my favorite color is purple, but it's actually gold. <laughs> we had a miss there for me. That just felt, but it felt so like real and authentic and like coming right. in hot. Then it was like, like, we're here for those championships and we're serious and we win everywhere we go. And Taven's like, purple and gold, Lakers. It's like, I'm not, I'm more than purple. Mm-hmm. I'm also gold. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. just yeah, like we like Kobe too, Matt Taven. What do you want from us? Yeah, and you know what? I also enjoy purple. So mm-hmm. um I didn't Pur- that perp is very good. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like they reduced themselves mm-hmm. to the color. Yeah, like, I don't know. It wasn't needed, not like but... any of us. I was like, I didn't view Mike Bennett this. brought it right <laughs> home afterwards. We were all like, all right, you got it. We got this. He was like, like I got opinion. you. <laughs> this is what happens with tag teams. They pick each other up when you say something That's a why. That is why there wouldn't be tag teams if it wasn't for this. That's right. That's right. But great to see here. Uh, Maria, of course, there's so much love pouring in via the Super Chats and just mm-hmm. in general from what we saw out of the women's division tonight. She was so fundamental. And I'm sure she probably division. had to help with because she's great and she's an awesome asset to the women's division out there. 100%. 100%. It's just nice to see it back off to this fantastic start, pick it up mm-hmm. right where they left off and with some of the same talent, which we're yeah. going to get into. Before we do, we are going to talk. LFI, Russian Drillistico versus Serpentico and Angelico. Again, just just the whitest pronunciations. But you get who I'm talking about. I respect you. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. It's just who I am. But <laughs> right. this was fun. Drillistico getting the pinfall, too, I thought was nice. I feel like it's easy mm-hmm. to kind of just assume it would be Roosh in this situation. Yeah. Absolutely loved Roosh finding the hard cam to do the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, He's going to find it every time. Never fails. He's- Every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved commentary here too. Them talking about how Roosh doesn't understand sarcasm was hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. They talked about LFI and their New Japan roots, which I really liked being an offshoot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then after they attacked Luther and they tossed their Pentacles mask into the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm a little tired of unmasking spots. I'm not going to The game lie. is the game. Yeah, no, I don't really like them doing that. It's disrespectful, Roosh, all the time. Which yeah, the mask pulling off. Damn it. No, this is uh this is really fun. It was uh you said something earlier about the there being the shows being establishing wrestlers and establishing stuff. There's a couple of these matches that were you were like, oh, you kind of expected who the winner was gonna be in the beginning, but then the other team gave up a good fight. This tag team match right here was exactly that. You thought that LFI would just come in and demolish these guys because you know, I mean I love Angelico, but Serpentico is like the worst uh <laughs> record in like all of professional wrestling right now so like i mean it's not really that lit for him like i was saying earlier like hearing spanish announce project or team or whatever they're called and not seeing joel and jose maximo coming out there hitting spanish flies and stuff is is weird it's weird that's all i'll say i'm just gonna say that it's just weird because i bought my first ring of honor tape to get and watch joel and jose maximo and amazing red because those are the guys it's just weird i don't know whatever but uh, yeah, they put up a really good fight. I thought Angelico, he's really great. He's pretty underrated, if we're keeping it real. Mm-hmm. One of the best wrestlers they have in the locker room that just, you know, just one of those, you can always get a great match out of this guy. And uh, his tag team shit was pretty good here. Roosh is just dominant everywhere that he is. He's hard hitting. He's mean. He's going to hit you with some cables outside of the ring, going to choke you. And then he's going to smile in the camera spit on you probably the way that they combine moves him and release the code the way that they hit their little uh missile drop kicks together and slap guys in the face and walk the ropes it's just like the best kind of luchador rudos stuff that you would want they're going to be a great addition to because you're going to need some more heels on the tag team side and they're going to represent very well on that side Agreed. Agreed with everything you said, including it being a little weird seeing this like SAPSAT thing. It, uh, it does feel, it felt kind of weird to begin with for me. Yeah. For myself. But then when it's an actual Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's super it weird. It's like very, wait, very weird. So what show am I watching? Because if I could pull up another, like if I type in Spanish announce team, it's going to pull up those other guys probably if I do it in Honor Club. So it's like, I don't know. It is it is a little odd if you didn't watch Ring of Honor previously. They were a pretty fundamental tag team mm-hmm. um, in the early days of Ring of Honor, and just kind of establishing a style that's that's so popularized today. Like they yes. they were a pioneer in that. So not we're not creating drama here. No, Mm-mm. we know Reg doesn't ask the hard questions. Nobody grabs it. Never. Does, but we are dancing not. around this. So all softballs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, you know. I'm like, Reg, why don't you ask about Velveteen Dream? But here we are. So uh. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> They're like, we're out of time now. When I was like, Velvet, they were like, we got to go. <laughs> I just like that idea that you're asking Tony Khan about it. <laughs> right. Like, no, yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. too, saying, Those mm-hmm. Rodic R's are a killer. They are. They are. They're they tough. are. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just, I'm just. I'm what you're. I'm. I'm like. I look like I walked out of Home Goods ten minutes ago, guys. I don't it know. Is, what to you know, it is what it is. It is, what it is. <laughs> There's an iced coffee within five feet of you right now. One hundred percent. Are you? Are you broadcasting in here? Like what is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We get an absolute ass kicking match. 
from oh. Trisha Dora and Billy mm. Starks. Holy cow, this was so much fun. Billy Starks, love what commentary did here talking about um, <laughs> at one point. Ian S. Caprice, what were you doing at 18? And he was like, well, honestly, I was wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian had to be like, but on this stage, though. <laughs> but then two national promotions, and he was like, nah, not nah. even close. But no. <laughs> speaking of the comfort level, as many people were alluding to between the two of them, mm -hmm. like it, it was so fun because Ian was going to set something up, and Caprice was like, eh, nah, right. I got you. Uh, <laughs> but truly, Billy Starks, she put out a tweet a couple of weeks ago where she was like, guys, I'm scaling back podcast appearances as I am wrestling and studying for finals. And it was just like this moment yeah. of what finals. an incredible <laughs> life. Like what finals, what? Kate finals. What? Like it's crazy. There's nothing more stressful in this life than finals. Never mm -mm. mind. You're wrestling on top. You got of a big it. match on Sunday, but you also got a big test on Wednesday. This is crazy. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I get tested in the ring. I get tested in the classroom. This is my life. She's incredible. And, and she mm -hmm. did a great job in this match, too. And Trisha Dora, so excited to have her back on my screen, man. She yeah. wins with the Lariat Tubman here. I mean, mm -hmm. what better name for a finisher in the world? But mm -hmm. so much to love about this. I think mm. everybody's kind of talking about that suplex spot where she was like up on her toes, getting that yeah. extra leverage yeah. on real stuff. Billy Starks, I thought also doing an incredible job with facial expressions and selling in this match stuff that um, someone of her age, not only is she like so far along in ring wise, but the, the level of storytelling aspect, she's really, really in tune with mm -hmm. absolutely loved this. Thought this was a blast. Thought it was the right decision. And um, I just love the, I don't want to say presentation sounds like you're creating something mm -hmm. and Trisha Dora just feels so authentically herself. They allude to her military service. And I don't, I hate like comparing across cause people always think it's like hating on something, but mm -hmm. like Lacey Evans has been repacked <laughs> 900 times, right? Like talking about her military experience <laughs> and Trisha Dora, like, it's not like she's yeah. an ass kicker because mm -hmm. she was in the it was like right. no just watching her i'm like yeah right. like mm -hmm. it, it clicks it works right um just unbelievable stuff here what did you think of this match i need more time to talk about how great this match is we have we so, need two hours like on top of how amazing everything about this match was trisha dora is fantastic one of the best women's wrestlers in the whole world, when I was pushing for Willow to be signed, right all, all the time, I would also be like, and Trish. Like, it was always and Trish, Willow and Trish. The two best, they're both on display here, crying emojis all around. The slow pace that they, they worked, Billy is 18 years old. So a lot of her matches I watch in GCW, they're, she's going balls to the wall. Everything's happening. There's people flying all over the place. She's doing all these things, but this wasn't that. This was a slow pace. They slowed it down. It showed that you can let things breathe. You hit one move and then let it breathe. And then you do another thing and then you let that breathe. They were just comfortable throughout the whole match. This body slam onto the apron and then oh. the way that she just let it breathe and then just nothing was rushed. And then back on the other side, Billy Starks looked like she wasn't 18 years old, like she's been in this game for 20 years. The way that she, like you said, facial expressions, the way that she knows how to hit her spots at the right time, the way that she hit her spots, the 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 
bounce back kick that she hit was mm-hmm. like the most perfect I've ever seen it hit. Um, they were both trying to take each other's heads off the entire time. Like, and the way that Trish just broke Billy down, got her into the cat of mutilation and just worked it, worked it, worked it. And uh, this was just perfect. A perfect showing for Trisha Dora. Uh, she's going to be one force to be reckoned with in the women's division. Um, I like that she worked heel for a lot of this because I think that mm-hmm. the powerhouse that Willow is, it's like you like you need some people to go against her when it's time for her to go against her. On the flip side, we're going to talk about it in the main event. Athena is uh, doing uh, an insane job, like giving her an award at this point. But yeah, this match with Trish and Billy was awesome. Hard hitting, back and forth. Uh, Billy showed heart. Trish showed aggression. Everything you would love about a really hard, intense women's match. Ring of Honor, women's wrestling. Oh, my God. Amazing. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Five stars. A million stars. A billion stars. Perfect. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. A billion stars. We're not mm-hmm. even in the Tokyo Dome. And we're no. just giving out billions of stars mm-hmm. here. A billion stars. Uh, also, to your point, we got to see... We got to see a different side of of Billy, which mm-hmm. I really liked. I think, you know, she has been so open about how much she loves like backyard wrestling, and she'll just yep. go watch tapes from it. And like, mm-hmm. this felt a little different. This felt slower, to your point, like completely different pace. Really good storytelling for stuff that didn't have necessarily a huge story going into it. Exactly. Really, really I... liked what we got. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Brent Lachman saying this ROH feels like Tony Khan unrestrained by the pressures and limits that would have come with television. It might be perfect. I mean, he talked about that in the, uh, in the press conference at the, or the media scrum at the end of revolution that this is him. He could do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to worry about commercial breaks. He doesn't have to worry about sponsors. It's just 100% wrestling. And that's what I love about this show. It's a wrestling show that, tells wrestling stories with wrestling like it's for me that's how you build a match let's build this match how do you do it no let's go talk for 20 minutes no have two guys in their fight and then another guy says i want to fight next and then another guy says i want to fight next and they all want to get that championship it's not really that hard it's what the the foundation of this shit was built off of agreed preach everything you just mm-hmm. said yes 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 like mm-hmm. this is the most for me product that is out there um, and also to your point, I've loved Caprice on commentary again, saying that like, this is a place where women can come and wrestle. Like there's mm-hmm. no focus on anything else that really kind of showed through here, but we've got a lot of love, um, coming in talking about the women's division, Chad seven, two, two saying too early to say ROH has the best us women's division early. Yes. Early off base. I can't say, I can't say you're off base with that, but, yeah. but early, early. Mm-hmm. I think if you ask me in a year from now, it's very possible we're like that. It's at least in the conversation. But from what we saw tonight, how do you <laughs> you argue? Right. Christopher Spire saying that it's miracle two women's matches back to back week on ROH booked by Tony Khan. It is refreshing. I gotta say, like it's Who um, it? yeah, and it's <laughs> it's none of them feel token in any way, right? Mm-mm. Like I think. Um, I've had discussions about there hasn't been a women's main event on SmackDown since Charlotte left the first time, which includes the entire Triple H reign. Um, And while that's frustrating, I'm like, well, none of the stories really warranted it. Like Mm -hmm. Ronda's reign wasn't great. And you don't want like token stuff out there, but these were two of the best matches on the card, Rich. Like really, really good stuff. So Mm -hmm. love. Both both these matches are great. Agree. Yeah. Tromerick saying, uh, I think we already got that one. Did we? I'm going to read it again because it's all true. Great second episode. Rule from start <laughs> to finish. I don't think we did read this, actually. No. And just enough time for the post-show before work. That's awesome. Oh, I love hearing that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see Trisha Dora at an upcoming prestige show. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. More C4, please. I think this has been something really fun for me in the beginning is learning more about talent that I knew existed, but just not seeing a ton of them or seeing talent that I was familiar with that haven't had the biggest platform opening other people's eyes. And I know yeah. you're super connected with like the independent scene. Mm-hmm. Any, any favorites? Like, I think a lot of people were tweeting about Tony Deppin today and mm-hmm. all sorts of good stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, those guys, uh, they, they brought up prestige. They're doing a lot of great stuff up there in the Pacific Northwest and uh, C4. They're tag team champions for a long time. They're doing a lot of great work in uh, Defy 2 out there. Um, I saw somebody this week that was featured because we were in the Bay Area, but Titus Alexander here on the West Coast, I think would fit in perfectly with what they're doing here with Ring of Honor. He's kind of exactly like everything I described about Tony Deppin earlier. It's just exactly the same for Titus. I like to describe Titus as 2002 AJ Styles, like that raw energy, that how he worked, how he bumped, everything about that is like what you get out of Titus Alexander. I think him here in this Ring of Honor, this new Ring of Honor would be a great idea. So moving forward, let's do it. Hell yeah. That's a great Sandra Moon, too, for the women's division, if we're talking about women also, because she's cool. I'm very intrigued because I Mm -hmm. think, I don't know, I'm I'm intrigued because there's going to need to be some more people that join the women's division at ROH. Like, I don't know if, I think Willow's going to win, but she's doing so much work on the main roster of AEW. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I think she was supposed to be like their workhorse for that division. And they kind of, I think she might be hot chatted just in the AEW women's division. Yeah. Cause now. she could still be uh, Jade. So I don't really know if she's going to stick around for long over here in ring of honor, just because her momentum's continuing to grow in AEW. So yeah, there's spots that are going to continuously need to be filled, which is great. Yeah. It's awesome. The more places for wrestlers to work, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, love seeing it though. Love. Yep. What an, what an awesome thing to have. Mm-hmm. We get a promo from Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels. They were yeah. a tag team champion uh, duo back in old ROH. Christopher Daniels saying that he's basically back in ROH. He's got opportunities. If he could call anyone in the world, it would be Frankie Kazarian. But the circumstances don't allow for such a thing. One of his and then I guess he lost his other friend's phone number somewhere, <laughs> I guess. What's going on here? Could you have texted him? I'm sure he would have wanted to be in the match. You know, that did cross my mind, too, that SCU had... I could only, only have one other SCU friend. What the hell, crazy CD? <laughs> you have yeah, another man. friend. His name's Scorpio Sky. You could call oh. him, too. This He would be great for this. I didn't I get Scorpio it. Scorpio Sky would be annoyed. Uh, Super annoyed. <laughs> like, well, dude, my phone did not ring one time. What the hell? But you know, maybe it's it. Maybe it just like he went to voicemail or something, and then he was like, "Oh, sorry, I called Matt in between." Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Christopher Daniels talking yes. about how much it meant to be a Grand Slam champion, the first one in ROH, mm-hmm. and that he knows someone else who's been looking for opportunities, and that that is Matt Seidel. Mm-hmm. Matt Seidel kind of references their history a little bit, but says that they've you know both come a very long way in their careers since those days. Yep. This is an interesting. It's not, it's not like one of the classic ones that you think of. I feel like yeah. No, when you think not. old ROH, it's mm-hmm. not something that jumps out at you. But Matt Seidel was never like my guy in WWE, but I thought the work mm-hmm. he's been doing in AEW was great. I'm kind of excited to see him mm-hmm. just back on my screen. He's super reliable and I feel like him and Christopher Daniels can give young and growing tag teams great matches just consistently and over and over again. Yeah, definitely having Matt Seidel is a great asset. He's a former Ring of Honor tag team champion too, so Chris, Chris Daniels is also. It's a great pairing and those are both two veterans that you want to have along for anything you're going to do with the tag team titles because they're going to be great opponents to have and great teachers to have along. Agreed. Agreed. I'm sure there'll be a lot of 
help backstage. Christopher Daniels, of course, yeah. has a backstage role already. Yeah. Luther kicking around there, I think, is probably a good sign, too, that mm-hmm. there's just going to be some experienced vets guiding the way. Yep. But we move on to Ari Davari and Slim J, who always surprises me with how good he is in the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Defeating Jake Chris, Man Scout Manning, Metalik, mm-hmm. and Christian, a former tag team. Um, mm-hmm. Or forming a tag team, I should say. Mm-hmm. This was a fun match. This was kind of a, another one of those predictable establishing yeah. matches that we talked about before, but no complaints about any of this. Slim J locking in an STF, a man scout to get the submission victory, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, g- decent stuff here. If I had to cut something, it yeah. might have been like if you were going to a one hour format, this is something that feels yeah. superfluous, cut but I didn't floor. feel like bored watching it. I wasn't no. like, get it off my screen. This was just no. kind of one of those things that was just, okay, we're moving things along a little mm-hmm. bit. This was like about- a cool to see these guys on the show, but like it didn't, it didn't help or hurt the show. It was just like, okay, there's another match. That's also kind of maybe trying to establish more with the tag team division, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I thought it's, it's always cool to see slim J cause he's a ROH original. So definitely. And it's, so funny because the work rate is so high mm-hmm. that this was yeah. a, this was a, a perfectly good match. Like there's right. it's a, this was a really good match. But then you think about some of the other stuff in the past two weeks, like mm-hmm. Josh Woods and Takeshita or whatever, yeah. and you're like, most shows this would probably not get so lost in the shuffle. But this just kind of felt like it got lost oh, really in the good, shuffle. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of nuts. But mm-hmm. not getting lost in the shuffle is all the support that we're getting from people like Stereo Academy, mm-hmm. Flowers for the Fightful crew. You all make wrestling better. I don't know if there's a bigger compliment than that. I appreciate it because there's awesome. a lot of people not trying to do that. Definitely. <laughs> 1,000%. Speaking of matches that were awesome, resident Sacramento Brit Timothy Thatcher getting Sacramento, defeated. Sacramento, baby. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, here's the thing with Timothy Thatcher lying about where he's from and definitely <laughs> <think of> it. <laughs> Why would you he'd lie and be like, no, actually, I'm from Sacramento. That's how you throw him off. I mean, that is a great way to throw him off, honestly, to be like, yeah, I believe it. He's from Sacramento. Yeah. It's just, if he's not from the UK, which he is, mm-hmm. um, there's no way he's from Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I believe it. <laughs> It's I'm so in. bizarre. In yeah. his presentation and his gear, I'm mm-hmm. like, that guy's British. Like, yeah. he's uh. not from Sac, but no, he's super from Sacramento. And his Sacramento kingness, ding ding, was on display here in a match Look against Willer Yuta for the this ROH was, Pure Championship. This was a fight. <laughs> so much fun beating the mm. absolute hell out of each other. Mm. I said last week and I felt like it showed up even more this week. Wheeler Yuta just looks very comfortable in this environment. He does. He might be the, one of the most comfortable Ugh. looking out of everybody today here because he was just like, I'm BCC. I don't give a fuck about none of this. I'll submit anybody out here right now and then I'll punch him in the mouth. And that's exactly what he did here. He'll Blackpool Combat Club, oh man, we're in for a treat because they are just, it fits. Like them being faces, I never really could get behind. Like, I don't want to see people smiling. I want to see Claudia like you're being uppercutting somebody really hard. I want to see you to stretch somebody. I want to see Mox bleed and have somebody else bleed. Like, they're angry. They're angry men. And now it's on display and we, we are loving it. 
loved so much about this match. There were mm-hmm. multiple spots where Wheeler was trying to cheat in a pure rules match. <laughs> love that. Like, just mm-hmm. love the storytelling that comes with these pure matches. If you're not familiar with pure matches, if this is the first time you're seeing them, because we didn't get one last episode. Right. Pure matches are a, a completely different set of rules. You get three rope breaks. You get one close fist punch, which they announced because Wheeler used it. Yeah. Um, and to me, these matches are always where Caprice and Ian shine the most because mm-hmm. there's so much storytelling that can get lost within those rules, and they just do such a good job of highlighting it. They did that all over the place here, but ultimately, Wheeler Yuta emerging with a victory. Again, yeah. kind of predictable, but not mm-hmm. complaining about this match. This match was super, super fun, but he's got Timothy Thatcher in the ropes after Thatcher was already out of rope break, so... Not only do I love pure rules, but coming into play at the end here, I just think is always mm-hmm. the most fun storytelling when it's like directly affected. There are also judges in these matches. I can't remember. I know Colt Cabana was one. There were two other. There's always three mm-hmm. judges. I forget who the other two names were, but I think Jerry Lynn was there. Maybe who was it? Remember. Jerry Lynn, maybe. I can't you remember. Know what? Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Let us know in the chat, you guys. Nailed it, mm-hmm. but. Um, I know th- some people were like, what the heck is pure rules on Twitter? Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. We didn't have one last time. Mm-hmm. So if this is your first time watching ROH, different set of rules to yeah. kind of get locked in on here. It's some of my favorite stuff. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think rules make it more interesting. Um, but Wheeler getting the win here. Yep. Like you said, talking that Blackpool Combat Club shit. Loved mm-hmm. it. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Um, and then calling out the LA dojo and we get Clark Connors returning to ROH. Mm-hmm. Very, very tiny nitpick, but one that made me laugh. So I have to call it out. He was like, cut my music off. And his music already stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen and up, dude. <laughs> it was so funny. He was like, cut my music. And I was like, it's not playing. Yeah. Um, this was super fun. We mm-hmm. have seen Clark Connors in new Japan, but Yep. on AEW television before and just mm-hmm. having some real star making performances, picking up some key wins, uh, commentary calling out that he lost by an eyelash to Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. We of course saw him in that four pack due to injury at Forbidden Door the first time around. I'm expecting some really cool stuff out of this. Clark yep. Connors in a pure rules environment definitely intrigues me because that mm-hmm. doesn't feel like the wild rhino. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of the post match and this getting set up here? I liked how Clark Connors was capping when he was like, everybody that you're alongside would want, would love to train uh, underneath Shibata, even though like half the guys like train with Shibata. Like (laughs) Daniel Sin was like slept in the same bed with them and shit. But I get it. I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Totally. No, Clark Connors is going to make some uh, great waves next week. I think people are going to be surprised if they haven't seen what he's done because he did a lot of good stuff at the Forbidden Door show, the Battle of the Valley show against Zack Sabre Jr., Really fun match. I think he's going to bring that. If Yuta's going to be doing this every week or every other week, having a really cool, pure match with some random anybody, I'm all in for it because Yuta is really on display here, even more than he is in AEW because he really gets to get his shit off and he really got it off right here. So I'm looking forward to the match next week. As am I. And guys, we do have about a little more than than 20 minutes or so left before we pass this off to the impact crew. But Mm -hmm. for those of you who joined a little bit later, I'm seeing our numbers go up and we thank you so much for that. Thanks Um, guys. We are going to hand this off to the impact post show. Normally it's Joel and Cresta, the star who I can't wait to 
if you haven't seen her, introduce you to her next week because she is just instantly will fall in love with her. She's absolutely incredible. And then Joel will be there. But today it's Chris G from the True mm-hmm. Heel Heat podcast who does their watch along at uh, the Impact watch along at True Heel Heat. So stay tuned for that. We're going to pass it off in the same stream. On the audio side, however, these are going to be separate broadcasts. So if you just want to listen to one show, you can do that or listen to them both as separate episodes. So we appreciate it. We'll also take this brief moment to ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video. You have no idea how helpful it is mm-hmm. for people finding us in the algorithm. I don't know if there's a ton of ROH post shows, but we want to be the top one. So yes, please one. leave those thumbs up. Uh, get those super chats and humper chats in as well. If you have anything you would like to comment on or ask questions about and head over to Fightful Select. There's been some exciting stuff coming out over there. We talked about Brian Cage's uh, contract news or information mm-hmm. about it, at least, was posted up there earlier, which, of course, directly affects this product a little bit. But yep. more and more stuff getting posted over there. So check it out. Uh, somebody that would be really fun for the ROH women's division, Saray, who just got released from NXT. If she didn't yep. want to go back to Japan, whoo, mm-hmm. she would do some great work here. So Definitely. stay tuned to Fightful Select for all the fun, juicy details. Louis Bell saying dishonor on Wheeler's family. I have liked this heel turn for Wheeler. Mm -hmm. Um, And manipulating the pure rules is such a fun way to be a heel. I feel like so. Just because they always preach like we got to be this, we got to be this. And they want those type of rules, but then to break the rules when they get them, it's, it's great. Yeah. And it's um, like, there's such a a pride around the pure belt too, Mm -hmm. that when someone's like, I don't care about the pride. I want to win. That's just like a, a fun mm-hmm. thing to do. We've got Mike from Indeed, who I I think you might be familiar with. A little bit. Saying, uh, is is impossible to hear Aussie Open or Clark Connors music and not <laughs> end up shaking ass at some point during the entrance. Shaking ass. <laughs> Shout out, Mike. That's hella funny. I love it. <laughs> but seriously, though, that's real. Hella real. Kate is gone. I think maybe. All right. All right. So look, next up was Kane and X Pac. They took on the New Age Outlaws. It was SummerSlam 1998, I think. At the end of it, Kane hits. No, it was Kane and Mankind. Was it? No, I really don't remember, honestly. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Next up was um, Ozzy Open taking on Rhett Titus and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams in a tag team match. Really dope match. Aussie Open, I was thinking about it. Probably one of my top five tag teams in the world right now. Just because if you look up their little... Oh, you're back. My internet just started shaking ass. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was like I, I heard freestyle and it was fine. Everything was regular. Nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to play plug you and Mike on Indeed because you guys are doing an overbook show, right? Yes, we are doing an overbook show. We should plug that. Fightful overbooked indeed every wednesday mike and righteous reg next week we got an interview with effie it's gonna be super fun you guys should be there that's awesome i love effie so Mm -hmm. so much so stay tuned for that because that rules Mm -hmm. also things that rule aussie open beating rhett titus and tracy Mm -hmm. williams via the close your eyes and count to fuck spot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) pile driver into the corialis here Really, really good stuff. We've got a couple yeah. of chats from one from Shane Monster who said, mm-hmm. old ROH things for next tapings. 
entrance streamers. We'll talk about streamer guy. I don't know yeah. if I miss him or not. Mm. <laughs> Mark Davis is nasty. What's your deep dive at Honor Club besides rewatching Cabana Punk shoot interview? Mm -hmm. Shibata versus KOR 2016. Uh, it's a mojo. There's just so many matches there that I yeah. I go back and watch his work. Uh, so inspired. Kyle O'Reilly being one mm -hmm. of them. Certainly Adam Cole's work. Uh, mm -hmm. Any OG ones that you want to Mine is uh, Paul London. Watch some like right before he went, he signed over to WWE. He did like a lot of, he had a match with Samoa Joe also, uh, actually, but he did a lot of really cool things in Ring of Honor. The match he had with AJ Styles, the two out of three falls match is crazy. If you haven't seen that, watch that. Paul London, AJ Styles, two out of three falls. I think that's from 2003 too. Amazing match. There you go. You got a lot of honor clubs to play with now. It's so funny mm -hmm. because I think of like Briscoe's FTR falls under that banner. Yeah, like, exactly. Course, right? Watch that. <laughs> But back to this match, of course, mm -hmm. Auntie Open does hit the Coriolis on Tracy Williams. Yeah. Bouse, to score yeah. the pinfall here. Super fun match. Brent mm -hmm. Lockman saying, did Tony Khan just book Aussie Open to hear Ian scream out, close your eyes again? I think so, yes. I'm in Hopefully for it. they are mm -hmm. here to stay. Incredible mm -hmm. signing. I'm intrigued. I don't know if they were just used because they were in town for tapings. I wouldn't blame them if they were. Yeah, like I don't know if we could say incredible signings yet. I know that there are some things in the working. There are some numbers being crunched. There are some pins being looked at and papers being set on tables and people being set across and gave coffee to. So it could be happening. Nobody knows. We'll find out very soon. This match was awesome. It was hard hitting back and forth. Aussie open, one of the best tag teams in the world. Like I was saying, top five right now for me, um, Rhett and hot sauce aren't some slouches. They brought exactly what they needed to bring that old ring of honor style. The thing that they, the foundation that they brought to Ring of Honor, they clicked right back into it with this tag team match. I like that it was a showcase for Ozzy Open, but it was also maybe even more showcase for Rhett and Hot Sauce because it showed that being in one with one of the best tag teams in the world, that they are not slouches and they could hang with anybody. So the Ring of Honor tag team division with these guys, top flight was talked about in the the Kingdom uh, promo, um, CD and Sidale. Uh, this is a very tough division. There's going to be more teams announced. Uh, they announced last night that spoiler alert, uh, the rampage show that at the Supercard of honor show, they're going to have a reach for the sky ladder match with a bunch of tag teams. Yeah. So there's more to be announced. It's super exciting. One of the most exciting, like I said, zero to a hundred real quick. Like it last week, it was like, okay, this is cool that this week they were like, here are all these great tag teams that you guys are going to be able to watch. So, this is one of the best divisions in wrestling at this point, and I'm excited to see what happens moving forward. Agreed. Some more love for Aussie Open coming in here, too, from Rerun via Humperchat, humperchats.com, saying, was only able to catch Aussie Open in the main event. If Aussie Open signs, do they get the all leaf graphic main event humped? That's the other thing is with Aussie Open. And I do believe there's going to be some teams that float back and forth a little mm -hmm. bit, but... I do kind of feel like they fit in maybe in the AEW scene a little bit more with like they do Blackpool Combat Club yeah. and and yeah Young Bucks Top Flight all that so mm -hmm. I'm intrigued to see where we get delineation between the rosters I think we'll find out after Supercard a little bit more but Tim McFowl saying give me Aussie Open OGK and Top Flight with Lucha Brothers in that <laughs> ladder yeah. match wow. 
yes. Super Card of Honor, and I can die happy. Yep. Mm. That's yeah, I don't know how many lit. teams are going to be, but if those teams are involved, we are lit. Very lit. Yeah. No complaints there mm-hmm. at all. At all. But really good stuff here. Super fun match. Mm-hmm. Aussie Open's just so impressive. And to your point, it felt like there was a tremendous amount of chemistry from two teams that mm-hmm. I don't think have faced each other before. Or at I least don't not think so. Consistently, yeah. but they, mm-hmm. they worked really well together. Everybody kind of got to highlight what they were best at in this mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Aussie Open boys hit hard fast and long they're just <laughs> some, <laughs> some very angry australian men love it they are some very mm. angry australian <laughs> men it feels like they're watching a, a a cricket match or something yeah whatever i don't know they have that like i'm in a bar in yes. australia rowdiness mm-hmm. to them which is most definitely fun. um well I'm in love with Eddie Kingston and he murdered a wrestler by the name of Ben Dejo. Ben okay. Dejo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, his name is Ben. His last name last is Dejo. Dejo. Mm-hmm. Just purely circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say it fast. I'm just going to mm-hmm. leave it there. But Eddie Kingston. He didn't does... wrestle twice on the show, that Ben Dejo guy. Nope, he sure didn't. No, he did not. Mm-hmm. That is not the case. A completely <laughs> unique fella making his <laughs> debut here. Um, <laughs> but I I don't know. Eddie Kingston coming in and just beating people's asses sounds yeah. like a whole lot of fun to me. Yeah. Uh, not a ton to talk about in this no. because it was kind of a glorified squash, but he does win <laughs> with the spinning back fist. Um, do you think Eddie Kingston is going to be Claudio? We're going to talk about the post-match in a second, but I just want your thoughts on that. Yes. I think he is going to beat Claudio. I think that's going to be the most, if they're doing it at Supercard of Honor, that's going to be one of the most emotionally driven matches of the entire weekend, like all shows included, because we know the history of them. But I think right now they're setting up Eddie Kingston to win the Ring of Honor Championship, which I think is great. It's going to I do out. too. I also yeah. think it's time, like, Claudio seems to be getting more involved with Blackpool Combat Club yeah. happening on AEW television. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston just quit. So does feel like it, it should head in that direction. And I think that's a whole bunch of fun. Crowd's right. going to go nuts if Eddie finally gets the title. Mm. The crowd is going to, they're going to cry. There's going to be people in there crying. I'm the yeah. crowd. It's going to be yeah. me. I'm going to exactly. be able to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe, but love mm-hmm. this. And then post-match, Eddie Kingston says, I want my title shot. Yep. And Claudio says, men who aren't honorable. Mm-mm. Don't catch shots at the Ring of Honor world title. Not this title. Like such a, what a (laughs) dick, man. Loved this. Claudio don't usually act like that. Usually he'll be like, yeah, I'll take on anybody. He's like, nah, not this one. No, anybody but him. (laughs) They got two decades of grudges to hold, but I just, Mm -hmm. Claudio is so easy to root for because you're just like, man, this guy just swings people and uppercuts them into a strong man. But this, I was like, (laughs) damn, Claudio. So I'm, I think Eddie's going to have to do a little bit more to get that shot. I don't know what yet. I think he's going to do some very destructive and mean things, and I yeah. am here for it. It is going Probably. to be delicious. So mm. we are wrapping up in about 10 minutes. We mm. are going to have uh, Joel Pearl and Chris G from the True Heel Heat podcast taking over this stream to move on to the Impact stream, but not before we talk about our main event and what a main event it was as my phone goes off and excitement about it. Good stuff here, but some love and chats, the most chats that we've had for any segment and deservedly. So Chris Mueller saying, it's so nice that Tony Khan booked two chances for Kate to go get chicken. 
Wow. <laughs> 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 On the summer jam screen, that was. Whew. Well, now I don't feel bad saying this. Uh, Chris Mueller, who's handle on Twitter is BR underscore doc. Mm-hmm. If you had any problems with the ROH app or yep. watch ROH.com, mm-hmm. he can fix them for you. Cause yep. he's been fixing the bleacher report app for, I mean, just months and months and months. So yes, if you ever have a technological problem, hit up his DMS, especially during wrestling <laughs> pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. He's the BR doc because he is an IT specialist. So. Double, double chicken tendy spot is. Mm. <sighs> oh, it's rough, but like, yeah. Who wouldn't want two servings of chicken tenders? I mean, you know, that's tough, but Mm -hmm. it's almost like I could get them. And the reality is I could be back watching the match by the time it started. But Mm -hmm. why let the truth be a detail here? (laughs) But he also says Willow versus Athena was so good. Hell yeah, it Mm -hmm. was. Mike McVaney, a 12 month member of our YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Mike, saying great show. Willow is the best. The title is hers soon. Pylon saying Athena and Willa killed it. Hala Basina saying mm-hmm. Athena and Willow main event, the second episode. Yeah. <laughs> it did yes. feel like um represent, baby. Yeah, and just uh it didn't feel out of place that it did, largely because it was a title match, but you also mm-hmm. had Samoa Joe defending a title here. Yep. It didn't feel like look at us Mm-mm. in our women's division. It just felt Mm-mm. like these two women kick ass. Everybody loves Willow. Everybody's in on this version of Athena, I think. Just um, so happened to also be two black women, two black women in the main event of Ring of Honor. Who yeah. would have thunk it? These things don't happen on the regular. You can count on like, legit one hand how many times this has happened. And this was one of the best, one of the best women's matches, one of the best matches all year that has happened. This back and forth, this was Willow Nightingale. Everything I've ever said about Willow Nightingale was on display here in this match. Heart, power, charisma, just all out amazingness. Athena is like, I'm the baddest heel in the business. I'll beat you up. I'll beat your friend up. I'll beat your mom up. I don't care about anything. I care about being the ring of honor women's world champion. And I'm going to do anything in my power to keep it. She destroyed willow in so many spots of this that wasteland on the ramp was just your body's not supposed to do these things it's not supposed to hit like that i don't think i don't think this is supposed to happen this was beautiful match hard hitting willow power bombing athena on the apron and then immediately destroying her with the dvd the finish of this match that probably was the nastiest Eclipse, O-Face, whatever you call it, finish that Athena has hit in a long time. Beautiful work from both women. Tremendous match. Athena was the baddest, meanest lady in the land. Willow was the heroic heroine trying to win the championship against all odds, but just couldn't because Athena is just a little too angry. Beautiful match. Two black women in the main event. Second Ring of Honor show. Perfect. Amazing stuff, and someone who will be in a future women's main event, and another Mm. wonderful black woman on the show earlier, and and Trisha Dora just really encouraging. Knowing that she's waiting in the wings too. Oh, come on! (laughs) My (laughs) God, yeah, I think um, this match was so representative of Ring of Honor, and that so much of the story was told between the ropes. Yeah, like so much of the brutality that got laid in on Willow made you 
She's she's so easy to love. Mm-hmm. She's so magnetic from the second she steps out of the ring. Yeah. Um, How Athena the- roped her to the outside to get her off the guard and oh. then slammed her and then slammed her head against, against the ring steps too. It's like, this is like storytelling all around in a match. It is. And you didn't need, uh, you know, in, in true Ring of Honor style, you didn't need weeks of promos leading into it. Right. You barely had one promo last week. It was just like a quick mm-hmm. thing. Um, no really, interference, really no distractions, no nothing. Just oh, two women going at it, fighting. Beautiful. Like, makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see what becomes of Willow. It sounds like you were on the same page as me where it felt like initially she was brought in so she's going to be that first ROH champion, but yeah. now she has so much going on in the main roster. Too much momentum over there, honestly. I don't think it's going to... Like, I would like to see her be the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, but like I'd also like to see her be the TBS Champion, so I don't know. It's like either way, but... Th- the work that Athena's doing, like, let her keep it. Like, let's keep let's keep this party going. Who else is going to challenge that Athena's going to beat up at this point? Exactly, exactly. And that was a hell of a main event. Like, mm. this was so I much loved fun. It. it was so cool, man. Two black women in the main event. They executed. The, the I mean, Willow could still like we talked about her potentially going up. She could still get a rematch and beat Athena. You know, that wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. Definitely, and it. It'll be interesting because we don't know everybody who's in the women's division yet or any of mm-hmm. these divisions. Yeah. Like who's next for Athena is still kind of a question mark. So right. I like that about it. I think it's going to be really fun to see the rest of the road to Supercard. And I think Supercard is just going to be incredible. Mm. Um, but I, I'm with you. I feel like Willow's got her groove going in AEW right now. This version of Athena is just working <laughs> in, in so many different ways. Um and it just feels so like her even after the match, just beating up the referee mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I love this. I mm-hmm. love this. But we do have a couple of minutes to play with. Uh, I don't think I've ever finished a show earlier. I've never. Wow. Look I've at us being on time over. and regular and things. Yeah. <laughs> but that let's is. just, uh, you know, let's just do some some rec spec. Let's speculate yeah. wildly on the road to Supercard of Honor. What are your thoughts? We'll go, we'll go through the titles to start mm-hmm. with. We'll we'll go through the world title, the TV title, and the women's. And if we have time, we'll get to the six man and and the tag belts. But what do you think? We we think Eddie Kingston's going over. Do yeah. you think it's a a one and done or a one and done for now? Is Claudio kind of going to? Yeah, I think Cla- Claudio's going to be back up there on the main roster. The the bullet uh, the Blackpool Combat Club's about to kick in into high gear, and especially if they're going to be. They they have so many different stories to tell within the stories that they're telling that it's too much going on over there. I think Eddie Kingston with the with the contenders that are going to be set up here come in the future for the Ring of Honor Championship, he's the guy to be carrying it for a while. I think that is a a really good call. Any thoughts on mm. who his first challenger might be? <clears throat> That's a great question because you could go either way. It's kind of like the same thing with Samoa Joe because he could play heel and he can be a baby face. I don't think a lot of people want to boo Eddie Kingston at this moment, though. So, I mean, you could R- – Roosh is in the, the, the tag division, but he'd be a great opponent, Ooh. you know, being a former Ring of Honor champion, kind of representing how he does going against Eddie Kingston. I think that would be a good first challenge for him, honestly. That's a really good call. Mm-hmm. I do think, to your point, too – the heel and face stuff just isn't as emphasized in Ring of Honor. Yeah. As much like you're there's not going to be a lot of changes between a face version of someone and a heel version of someone just mm-hmm. who they're booked against in the way they approach a match. Exactly. Um, 
which kind of brings us to Samoa Joe. I feel mm-hmm. like he was definitely a heel doing mm-hmm. the Powerbomb Symphony at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today, he's coming back home to ROH. No way if he's going to be a heel. They kind of just let him do his thing today. But Mark Briscoe versus Samoa Joe. Is mm. this Joe losing both of his titles, or is Joe going to do more work with this? Oh, this is a tough one because Mark Briscoe would be great. He's a great wrestler. It, it wouldn't even be like, uh, you know, a Jay Constellation prize would be like, no, he's like earned it. He's a great wrestler. He's all this. But the work that Samoa Joe is doing right now, there's some some trains I don't really want to stop. And the Samoa Joe destroying everything in the world train is just like on 10 right now. I don't know if I don't know if I want this party to stop. Samoa Joe being the king of television. I like it. Especially if he's, you know, he has this, which they brought up in the show, the the Twisted Metal television series coming soon. Got to have him as the TV champion still. So I think Samoa Joe might go over, continue this party. I think so too, just because this title reign hasn't really been a title reign because the title's been so on and off of television. So let him do a bunch of work. He's so beloved in Ring of Honor. He can Mm -hmm. do so much work for the younger talent that's coming up and, uh, I I want to say it for sure. Yeah, Athena. We've got Willow. Mm-hmm. We think Athena's keeping the belts. Yeah, possible challenges for her. This one feels like the most open. To me. Yeah, um, Trish is right there. I loved what Trish did today. Um, there's so many in the, the 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 tag match last week. I think like somebody like Sky Blue. I think is gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a couple of wins, some momentum behind her. That's gonna be great for her. Um, there's has to be some outsiders that we're not, that we don't know anything about that kind of have some, some ties to ring of honor that they could bring in, uh, the, the possibilities are endless. I talked about Sandra moon before. I think she'd be great out there. Um, Maxine I'm super excited Taylor about that. I don't, yeah. Maxine like, Taylor could be there. Um, there's so many Jordan blade could come in for something. Just go down the, the women's wrestling army list and just pick one. Miranda Alizé, of course. Yeah. Too. Like I was, I was mm-hmm. thinking about that tournament, but what's so funny is there's so much history with the men's side and so many yeah. callbacks that they're making the ROH women's division before Maria got her hands on. It wasn't always the most like, um, no, it was sporadic. focused. Yeah, it was just kind of like here and there. Like if 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 there's women in the, we'll put them on, but it's not like a focus, focus, focus. So I'm happy where it's going to be going forward. I am too, and I'm happy we did the show. I'm happy mm-hmm. to pass it off to Joel and to Chris, who are going to be talking some impact. Which Yeet. this is fun. This is the little pass the baton, like in mm-hmm. the those relay races where you just oh, feels weird. It does feel kind of weird, but I'm I'm excited because I feel like ROH and Impact are probably the most different types of products. Like this feels like the most sports based, yeah. and we're handing it off to the most character driven. I would say mm-hmm. I mean, NXT might have more characters, but I would say Impact's more <laughs> character driven. Um, so we're we're excited to to pass it off to you. I know Cresta is sick, but Chris, thank you so much for stepping in. True Heel Chris G doing the Impact watch along on the True Heel Heat network podcast situation killing it over there love what you guys are doing but we will uh we'll head out 
we're, I'm going to watch. I'm going to stay tuned. I'm going to learn some some impact. But we're going to we're going to get off the stream here. So plug, plug stay. Your stuff. Plug tuned. your stuff. Get out of here. Plug your stuff. Oh yeah, Reg, you plug your stuff first. Uh, it takes me too long. Uh yeah. Um, you know, Grapsity Podcast is every Saturday morning, happening this Saturday on my birthday. Come in with your money for the super chats, because like I like stuff, you guys. Thank you. Um, next week that I got the uh, Indeed interview on Wednesday. Mike from Indeed, Righteous Reg, Effie. Um, and then Ask Grapsity will be on Thursday, back with Kate on Thursday, Grapsity again on Saturday. It's just Grapsity, you guys. That's what it is. It's Grapsity. It's yeah. all Grapsity. Yeah. Love that. Uh, didn't mean to sound arrogant when I was like, I have so <laughs> many plugs to go through. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired this week, y'all. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Monday is doing the Sour Grabs post show behind the paywall on Fightful Select, doing Sour Grabs on the main, doing our NXT post show that just gets sillier and weirder by the week wednesdays at the mark order podcast talking all things all elite thursdays we're bringing it back right here and fridays doing the aew rampage and smackdown post show very very excited i'm just gonna take care of this chat before we head out but does anyone know the full roster yet because i'm confused and i think whoever is on the roster should only be roh not aew and Mm. roh I We're still establishing. Super, yeah, mm. after Super Card of Honor, that first pay-per-view, I think you're going to see a lot more clarity. Right. And I think some people will float in and out, but I think for the most part, your delineation is going to come then. But yeah. follow me at Miss Kate Fabe. Follow Reg at Righteous Reg. And stay tuned for this wonderful Impact post show. Take it away, guys. I'll pull Peace, me guys. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.